Hello everyone, welcome to the show. Welcome to this episode of Dosed. Um, and today we are really happy to have on the show Miriam Gauchi. Um, she is the founder of a business called Pain Outside the Box. Um, and she is a mind-body practitioner and a pain coach. And um, she's going to be discussing TMS, which is Tension Myositis Syndrome, and the differences between chronic and acute pain, uh, and how sometimes it can be mistreated or mis misdiagnosed. So before we get on to Miriam, though, how are you? Good, man. Yeah. You? Yeah, really good. Really good, thanks. You were just in Mexico, I believe. I was. It's like I'm a, I'm a gypsy. I'm everywhere. <laughs> um, I was... Um, I was actually over there for a mate's wedding. Um, I went to Playa del Carmen and, and then Tulum. Um, the wedding was lovely. Playa, Playa del Carmen is, you know, okay. Tulum, though, wonderful place. Really, really, a very, very hippie. Um, what I really liked about it, actually, and, uh, and it was funny because um, when I was out yesterday evening in back in Malta, <clears throat> um, was they're really conscious on um, the environment and being really? sustainable. Mm. Um, so much so, like in the places where we're staying, they don't have any plastics available. Like, really? So they have the water coolers, but then you have to go and take, so they're, they're trying to encourage you to keep your own cup or, and even in the bars, like you just kind of use the, keep using the same glass or the mm. same, because then by using the same glass, it's still yours. And obviously if you're just having beer, then you just replace it with more beer. Um, then you, you're going to reduce the amount of things that are washed, therefore you're using less energy. And it's just, um, it's really interesting, really uh, quite surprising actually, because you think, okay, Mexico, that side of Mexico is very Americanized, mm, commercialized. But um, yeah, really lovely, really, really nice. And mm -hmm. you, you've been to Tulum. Yeah, a few years ago I was in Tulum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same vibes, amazing town. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds like it was a little bit cheaper back then. Yeah, it was punchy to say the least. I mean, to get, they obviously you got a lot of the uh, beach clubs. And we went there to party because I was just, after five, day, five days on a resort at a wedding, which got a little bit more than excited. Um, it was, we just needed to relax, if I'm yeah. honest. Uh, just a detox. Um, but there are kind of like, the, the, you've got beach clubs, so they've got all the nice, all the nice, uh, basically the best beaches. Mm -hmm. And then to go to a beach club, it's like a minimum of um, $50 per person. So you have to pay to get in, and that's like your minimum spend. Wow. So I was like, you know, okay, $100 fine, but you get a nice, beach and you get to use the facilities and stuff but you know when you're doing that for and the last place we went to a place called Taboo really nice as well but you know I think that was minimum of $75 per person wow um, so a bit punchy a bit pricey but downtown lovely mm -hmm. um, we also sorry mum but we also tried some mushrooms oh um, silly aside you say yeah, some, yeah, don't be silly <laughs> Uh yeah so we um, I wanted to try some mushrooms while I was out there just to just to see the different, the different, see if there's any difference really with the strain and stuff. Um, it was cool. It was, only had a small dose, it was only like two grams. Um, and bloody expensive to try and find as well. I, I was expecting Saloon to be quite open. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really difficult to try and find, like even I was asking the hotel, asking people, you have guys on the street, go, hey man, want some cocaine? I was like, <laughs> what about mushrooms? It's like, Hmm, maybe tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay, no, I'm not going to ask this guy. Um, it'd probably bring me back some um, chest, uh, some chestnut mushrooms, um, something bad. But um, yeah, had that really nice, only two grams, so it was super mellow, really, really chilled out. And um, uh, it was just, it was actually just a really nice experience. Like, um, 
Uh, we were just kind of sat on the bed uh, by on the beach actually, just kind of watching the world go by. But you know, you just feel really content. That that, that, that kind of feeling really, mm-hmm. um, which was a bit of a shame because I, I think if I'd gone for the what they call the hero do- hero dose, yes, just five grams, Ooh. then I would have started seeing some rainbows. But no, maybe next time. Next time, so, next uh, time. Uh, hero dose, ooh, maybe three point five. Nah, just get straight in. Mm. No. No? Different folks for different strokes. Well, fair enough. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, was, was really good. Um, I also read about, um, um, what's it called? Guyon and Quinine. Oh, yeah. Lately as well. Did you see that? You sent me a little article. Yeah, so it was, um, they found this, um, I don't know if you know about this, but they found this um, this leaf or this plant, called, um, what's it called, Guyon and if I'm pronouncing that right, mm-hmm. and it's um, a cure. They found a cure for Lyme's disease because all the all the drugs and the, the treatment for Lyme disease doesn't actually cure it; just just subsides the the um, symptoms. Um, where this is actually proven, like just one percent of it is proven to just absolutely smash it; it's gone, and then you never get any reoccurrence of it. So it's um, amazing. Mm, it just just shows that you know you need to. We need more people doing research, looking at natural natural remedies and um, getting out there trying plants, really. I don't know how you would stumble across that. No idea. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, cool, so I think without further ado, I think we, uh, we should crack on, crack on with the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's show. Um, we are brought to you today by the awesome guys at Soho Office Space. So Soho Office Space are a co-working space based on the beautiful island of Malta. And um, I personally um, work there. Uh, and I, comparing these guys to numerous of other numerous other um, co-working spaces I've worked in, such as, well, I won't say their names. Um, these guys are... are, are a huge, there's a huge difference in, in um, what they're providing with regards to the community, real community vibe um, and the, the, the real kind of togetherness of um, all of their sites across Malta. Uh, something that, that personally I've, I've never actually seen. And they're, they're brilliant. They, they do that really through um, kind of super use of their, their community management and community managers, but also kind of bringing, uh, bringing together, um, you know, weekly lunches where not just not just in one of the co-working spaces, but all of them, um, all of them are welcome. Every, every everyone, every member basically is allowed to go to wherever there is an event. There is no there are no Chinese walls put up. Um, everyone is included, which really, really does kind of help build your your network. Um, and again, uh, I mean, speaking personally, um, it's been a great opportunity to for someone that's a founder and growing a business to really kind of build your personal network and. and not only personal, but then um, it's not only personal, but professional, professional network, and, and allow you to really kind of uh, utilize um, kind of thoughts and, and inputs and insights from other founders, um, you know, from all different all different walks of life, really, and, and different industries. So, honestly, love these guys. Um, uh, not to mention the fact they have got a brand new premises uh, based on the Strand, which is uh, in uh, Slima. For those not from Malta, um, with an un- incredible new sun deck. Um, next year, there's going to be a pool on, um, at the top as well, as well as a, a fully functioning bar. All members only, 
and there is also going to be a gym in there which um, I intend to continually use um, so like I said all members only so um, it's super kind of connected um, great opportunity to kind of meet other people in, in different scenarios um, and just all around good fun there so I really recommend it so if you want to reach out to those guys um, if you go to www.sohomalta.com forward slash dosed that's sohomalta.com forward slash dosed for any inquiries then please do so Thanks for being on. Um, so, before we get going, so I, I know you, you're away travelling recently as well, weren't you? Uh, yes. Where are you? I've been in Chile for four weeks. Oh, so wow. That's amazing. Is it? Uh, it's probably hot. Is it hot? It it's a good was time to summer go? time, okay. yes, oh, but nice. we spend most of our time in Patagonia, ah. which is still pretty cool, yeah. you know, quite windy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool um, temperature-wise. Not, yeah. Not, but okay. still, we had really good weather. Yeah. We hiked a lot in mm-hmm. the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. And um, what were you saying? There was, there was a battle between uh, Chile and, and Peru. Okay, <laughs> no. well, we need to be very careful on how we. <laughs> That's about this is going to be the most controversial part of the podcast. Is <laughs> about uh, an alcohol called pisco. I guess where Peru and Chile claim to be the inventors of pisco, and they both endorse it as as countries. Is it, is it is this exactly the same? It's the same li- liquor. It's like the same spirit. I believe so. Yes, but it does taste a bit differently. I found like the Peruvian to the Chile. Yeah. Did you? Oh, really? you we had both. Yeah. So th- they were they were advertising Peruvian pisco yes. in Chile. Wow. Yes, they had on the menu because there were these pisco places where they had like dozens of piscos. Try so obviously they also had the Peruvian. I, I'm going to be a little bit biased. You know, obviously my girlfriend's from Peru, so uh, you know. I think we can keep it there. Brilliant. So, um, yeah, we really, I guess let's, let's kind of jump into, uh, first let's start with your, your business. So, Pain Outside the Box, you know, so how, how did this come about? And what, what is Pain Outside the Box? Well, so, uh, Pain Outside the Box is a coaching business. Mm-hmm. Um, for people who have been suffering from chronic pain, various mm-hmm. chronic pain symptoms, mm-hmm. uh, such as such as back pain, mm-hmm. uh, neck pain, mm-hmm. also the most common leg pain. Okay. Um, so, all sorts of pain that's been there for way longer than it should have been, yeah, like okay. more than four, six months. Oh, really? Okay. Um, and they can't find a solution to it. They, they just can't basically break the cycle right, wow. um, and it came about uh, well when I uh, I suffered from chronic pain myself uh, four years ago okay. I'm a rock climber okay. and I started to have this pain in my shoulder and I thought I had strained it and I went in for physiotherapy mm-hmm. um, yeah after six weeks of physiotherapy I saw almost no results it was kind of on and off sometimes mm-hmm. I thought it was getting better sometimes I thought it was, uh, actually getting worse and then I had some tests so ultrasounds um, to determine if I have like a torn muscle Mm -hmm. or something and uh, I didn't have a tear Uh, so you're just like, what uh, hell is it? So, uh, so, exactly. so you just had this constant, so like, how, what kind of pain was it? Could you not lift your arm? Or exactly, you? when I was uh, stretching my arm, yeah, um, yeah it, it moved about a bit as well. So yeah. it wasn't always in the same location, it was oh, wow. weird. Mm-hmm. 
Um, then I had I, I had gone on holiday mm-hmm. and it stopped, but I didn't do any rock climbing. Okay. Mm. I came back to Malta and I climbed just once, and the pain was terrible. And to be honest, the physio said I, there's nothing as I can do for you. Um, just have an MRI. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if there's something torn there, you should basically forget about climbing because climbing involves like you know falling up. Of course, yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So I actually did have an MRI, mm-hmm. um, but and they did find something wrong-ish. Okay. So basically, there was one ligament which was a little bit torn. Mm-hmm. But then it, things started to get really confusing. So the surgeon said, "I can fix that ligament, but I don't guarantee that the pain is being caused by that ligament." Yeah. So I can fix it, fine, but you might still be in pain because your pain is a bit weird. It doesn't maybe like correlate. Yeah, linked, to, yeah of course. And yeah, and I was really scared of the surgery. Then one day I decided to go out on a bike ride. I was really frustrated that I couldn't climb, of course. Of course. And two days after the bike ride, I started to have terrible leg pain. I, yeah, wow. just for no reason at all, or okay. but not during the bike ride, after the bike ride. Okay. And, and I felt something was really, really, really terribly wrong. Mm. I canceled the surgery because the leg pain was actually worse than my shoulder pain. Now I had a new problem no. and I could barely walk. Oh my basically. God. And uh, soon after that, I was working and I started having nerve pain in my hands, both my hands and arms. And I was like, I'm either so terribly how sick. Do you know, how do you know it's nerve pain? But what kind of, uh, can you explain just so maybe people that might be experiencing this? Or it what kind felt of? like uh, I was experiencing electric shocks oh, wow. okay. up the side of my, um, my arm basically yeah. like pins and needles kind of thing or, or pins worse? and needles in the morning okay. but more than that it's like like having an electric shock oh, wow basically. oh jeez. and i had gone to a nurse specialist and he they didn't find anything wrong on the tests mm-hmm. of course because you have to test all yeah. these things yeah. but he said like if you're having that pain and i my my fingers were really weak yeah. um you should forget all about climbing again so I walked out of his. This doctor's uh, trying to stop you climbing. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I walked out of that office like crying, and I said like, if I'm not gonna find a solution to this, I don't know. Like my life is ruined, basically. Mm. So anyway, uh, I tried. I kept googling stuff and trying all sorts of stuff. You know, I changed my diet. Mm. I I wanted to try everything, basically. Yeah, of course. Because so, this is this is over how long? How long a period? About uh, nine months. Oh, wow. So first okay. the shoulder pain, then yeah. like three months later the leg pain, then the nerve pain. And this is just kind of every day, you're just waking up and there's pain, or does it flare? Does it flare? It's yes, it changes intensity. Sometimes yeah. I think it's getting better, and I have hope, and then one day I have a bad, a really bad day, yeah. and I'm like so, you know. Yeah. Okay. It felt awful. Yeah. So each time I tried to push or do something, uh, I just got it again, way worse sometimes. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought something was terribly wrong with me, and I was also close to getting diagnosed with fibromyalgia, to be honest, okay. because I had so many different symptoms, and some of them coincided with the fibro symptoms as well. Okay, so fi- fibromyalgia, can you explain? Uh, I pronounced that wrong as well. <laughs> <laughs> can you explain? So, what are the symptoms, and what is that? Uh, fibromyalgia, uh, well, people with fibromyalgia suffer from chronic pain on. Various parts of the body basically, there are kind of tender points. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty intense, um, it can be really, really debilitating. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and it's generally focused around the joints or the tendons? Uh, or? The tendons and muscles, oh, right, I see. Uh, things for as I know. Um, but I mean, it can vary. Some people also just get rashes, for example. It's, it's a whole range yeah, of symptoms. Anything. And in fact, uh, at the moment, there's no official cure for fibromyalgia. So people get diagnosed. Uh, but they, they're told, listen, you can just have pain relief, massage, mm -hmm. helps, but there's no kind of cure. Yeah. And actually, TMS, which is the, the kind of uh, um, concept I'm going to discuss today, mm -hmm. um, it, uh, well, practitioners say that the fibromyalgia is an extreme form mm -hmm. of TMS. Oh, right, wow. Okay. Um, so, anyway. I didn't want to get diagnosed, diagnosed yeah. with fibromyalgia, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I was Googling all, all my symptoms, basically, mm -hmm. and this thing came up, TMS. Mm -hmm. And something made sense to me. Like, it mentioned that it must be, like, like chronic stress and mm -hmm. emotions have a part in all of this, and that your body develops a kind of program. Were you under stress then quite, quite regularly? Or? Yes. Okay. In mm -hmm. fact, I'm coming to it. Mm -hmm. uh, before uh, my uh, before my shoulder pain started, mm -hmm. um, I had gone through a pretty well, stressful time without quite acknowledging mm -hmm. how stressful it had been. Mm -hmm. I was pretty unhappy with my job, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't want to admit it to myself. Yes. And of course, then when I stopped climbing, I was really angry. Well, not just angry, I was pretty depressed as yeah, well. Yeah, okay. Um, which made it worse. And mm. uh, anyway, I decided to look into it. I found this TMS wiki, which is Wikipedia <laughs> about TMS. Okay. And there was this program. So I was reading it actually. Um, there was like a forty-day program, mm -hmm. free, for me to follow. Okay. And I learned about this doctor called Dr. John Sarno, mm -hmm. um, an American uh, doctor of rehabilitation medicine, mm -hmm. um, who discovered TMS basically. So he he had been seeing back pain patients for years, mm -hmm. and he always felt that that there was something missing. I mean. His patients, most of them weren't get weren't getting better. Mm. Yeah. Some people got better, some didn't, and they yeah. seem, they seem to have the same like problem. But yeah, you mentioned uh, when you went on holidays, you didn't have any pain. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That was one of the clues. Yeah. Was that a clue? Which convinced yeah. me that I had TMS. Yes. Very interesting. Very interesting. Because you usually get the syndrome when yes when you're basically unhappy with something when you're mm -hmm. not even acknowledging how unhappy or angry or mm -hmm. frustrated you are mm -hmm. with something mm -hmm. in your life and then the thing is it becomes a program in you so then you start also be being unhappy with the pain and fearful of the pain and the more fearful you are the more you're reinforcing that cycle yeah. so you're building a neural pathway basically right so wow. you're thinking mm, climbing could make my shoulder pain worse so you climb and it does get worse it's kind of a self-fulfilled oh, wow. prophecy basically wow. when you're you when you're afraid of injuring yourself um, or exerting yourself mm -hmm. too much it didn't turn you off rock climbing though uh no but uh, <laughs> That's because I was convinced uh, yeah. that I had TMS and yeah. because I went through this uh, program and I got rid of all my pain basically. Yeah. I thought I would just get rid of my leg pain because that's what I did it for initially. I was still convinced that my shoulder pain had something to do with my previous climbing. Mm -hmm. And since they had found actually a torn ligament, I thought uh, I still mm -hmm. need to fix that maybe. Mm -hmm. But then as I worked, uh, I, wor I worked through it. Um, I thought like, what if my shoulder is also TMS? Mm -hmm. And I started to exercise without fear. 
gradually at first. I started not to expect the fear. I started to talk to my body and tell it, listen, mm. you don't have to behave this way. Because the only way you can get better from chronic pain that is not due to things like infection, cancer, mm. of course, you've got to rule it out, yeah. um, is by changing your thoughts around it. Mm-hmm. So if you're still thinking that there's something structurally wrong with your body, um, you, you're likely to keep experiencing the pain when you exercise or when you move that part of the body because you're blaming it on something that's wrong with you. Mm. And uh, okay, let me mention an example with the herniated discs, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people with back pain get diagnosed with a herniated disc. Yep. Some get surgery and they, they get better, some get surgery and they don't get better, some don't have surgery and they just have the back pain on and off. Yeah. Um, they've done some studies, several actually, with people with back pain and people without back pain. So they have two groups. Yeah. And the group with uh, back pain, like there was a percentage of people in in the group with back pain, mm-hmm. which had the herniated disc. Yeah. But the curious thing is that there was almost the same percentage of people in the in the group without back pain who also had a herniated disc. Wow. So okay. how can you blame a herniated disc for prolonged chronic pain? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Dr. Sarno's argument was that okay, a herniated disc might might be painful in the beginning. Mm-hmm any injury like might be painful at the beginning yeah. and that is what we call acute pain yeah. because you pinch a nerve you, you tear a muscle yeah. or strain it and of course you're gonna feel acute pain mm-hmm. but with chronic pain it doesn't make sense that the body didn't heal it doesn't make sense for it to to persist for so long so you're saying the pain may not actually be in the the affected areas it obviously just works its way into your nervous system or your brain or what's... yes well um it's a bit complicated mm. so let's say let's say you've actually had an injury mm-hmm. so you've been running and it was at your ankle yeah um now you get physiotherapy treatment and you get better mm-hmm. and maybe your friend has the same kind of injury yeah and at first you, f- you both get better but you might be a little bit more worried and more fearful of mm-hmm. running than your friend is. Mm-hmm. And the next time you go running, you might start feeling ankle pain. Mm. Now, it doesn't make sense after eight weeks of physio and everything that you're going to get ankle pain. But since you're still afraid of injuring yourself, you still think that there might be something wrong with that area. Mm-hmm. Your pain is going to manifest itself there. And the more stressed you are in life, the more likely you're going to get it. Wow. Because pain is kind of a danger signal. Mm-hmm. So with acute pain, if we hurt ourselves, mm-hmm. if we twist our ankles, we get acute pain to prevent us from keeping on running. Of course. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. good for us. Mm-hmm. And in the case of chronic pain, you keep getting pain because you still think you're in danger. Yeah, okay. You're still you still think you're in danger of injuring yourself, or else you've been stressed, unhappy about something and your body is warning you mm. through pain because yeah. you're not acknowledging what's wrong with your life yeah. and you're not acknowledging your emotions and therefore it has to come out some other way mm. and the really problem with that is if it comes out as pain then you have a new distraction a mm-hmm. new problem to focus on mm-hmm. yeah. so 
<laughs> and the cycle goes on. Because yeah, of course. The, the more afraid you are, and sometimes even the more, for example, you massage the area, mm -hmm. it can become interactive. Yeah. So yeah. So how can um, you can get some? You can mistreat things, right? You can mistreat chronic chronic pain for mm. acute pain. I would imagine. Yes, yeah. that, that's that's one of the problems I think mm. uh, in today in with what Western yeah. medicine is great at treating injuries. Mm -hmm. So if you break a bone, mm -hmm. you know, if you tear a ligament. You get the surgeon, you get physiotherapy, it's, it's excellent. Mm -hmm. But when you treat chronic pain in that way, you're reinforcing the idea that there's something still structurally wrong with your body. Mm -hmm. So you're keeping the pain alive and mm -hmm. the connection alive. Mm. Now it's more likely to feel pain in an area you've injured before because your brain already knows that nerve pathway. So it's mm -hmm. easier for, for you to reproduce that pain. Mm -hmm. Um, the problem is when people get chronic pain, they go in for a massage, which feels great, maybe, but mm. it's reinforcing the, right, the idea that there's something structurally wrong. Yeah, oh, wow. I get it. Yeah, it's so wild. you have to be really, really careful with this. One of the things I did when I discovered this, uh, um, when I accepted this diagnosis, was I stopped all kinds of treatments, which I knew were only giving me temporary relief. Mm -hmm. So massage was giving me temporary for a day and then the next mm -hmm. day I got pain. So what's the point? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I stopped talking to people about my pain too much because that kind of keeps the idea keeps alive, alive as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I also changed my thoughts around pain, as mm -hmm. I said. Yeah. So <coughs> I knew that I felt like a victim to pain. Mm -hmm. I was fearful of it. Yeah. And you have to change your perspective kind of from one of victim to one of that's, not, that's not necessarily the easiest thing to do, right? So, are there, no. you know, how did you, how did you make that that gradual change? Um, I was really, really lucky to stumble upon this program mm -hmm. and to read one of Sarno's books yeah. as well. Uh, this is curious, actually, um, about this doctor. He wrote a book about this mm -hmm. when he discovered it, and uh, it was a huge success. Mm -hmm. Some people were reading it and getting better as they read or after they read. Wow! So okay. it's like the book cured them. Because what they were doing was they were educating themselves mm, okay. and they were actually seeing what made sense about their pain, what didn't. Mm -hmm. Becoming they, more aware than through the book because exactly. it's creating the awareness. Because it's actually educating yourself mm. about your brain and body. Yeah, so, wow. and yeah. That's crazy. So within 40 days, you were like... Yes, within 40 days, I, I think I... Five weeks later, I, I went back to climbing. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I reached my previous level like three months later. I remember the first day I went climbing, I did feel a little bit of shoulder pain. Okay. But I just told it to just stop right there. Okay. Mm. Um, but by that time, I had built the confidence. You can't just, you know, have terrible back pain and go running. Yeah. Yeah. First, you need to build the confidence. Yeah. You need to accept the diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Actually, let me start from the beginning. You need to exclude any serious conditions. Yeah, okay. Like uh, cancer, yeah. infection. Mm -hmm. um, then you need to accept the diagnosis by identifying with it. So you see if it makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. So there are also some like personality types who are more prone to TMS. Such as? Such as people who are people pleasers. Oh, interesting. so okay. they That's want great. other people. <laughs> yeah. 
That's really interesting. So they want other people to be happy, so mm. they don't put themselves first, mm -hmm. and that creates some sort of internal rage because obviously we're internally, but well, not selfish, but I mean. Well, you need to put uh, yeah. number one first. Yeah. Exactly, you need to put yourself yeah. first, and when you don't constantly uh, on a constant basis, then yeah, yeah. you're, you're more prone to. There's probably like, millions yeah. of people suffering this way, right? I, yeah. I can even think of a guy I work with in my in my day job that has um, <laughs> I won't say his name, um, <laughs> but he uh, I just see he's constantly going in to get his shoulder fixed. Uh, frozen, he says he's got a frozen shoulder and sometimes it hurts. And I wonder, and he is such a lovely guy, like really really nice and a, and a bit of a people pleaser. So I just wonder if there is a bit of a link there. Yeah, it's people pleasers, uh, ambitious people, yeah. highly ambitious people mm -hmm. who are too hard on themselves. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So There's not like a personality test where you can probably distinguish between them, but yeah. I love a personality <laughs> test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's mostly those two types and I fit in, I fit right in. Um, there were a few other personality types, but I forgot. But those are the main. The main two that stick out. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Ambitious, people pleasers. Yeah, um, so then you, because I guess, so then, so once you identify that, then, then you just, you felt then there gradually are some, fade away. Well, it's not it's not the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. For some people it's easier. Yeah. For example, since I had only been suffering from chronic pain for like eight months mm -hmm. and I was really receptive to this, it was kind of my only hope and yeah. it made so much sense, mm -hmm. I had a quite a fast recovery. Yeah. Um, some people tend to struggle more because because of the conditioning. Mm -hmm. So they've had back pain for like five years and mm -hmm. uh, it's not so easy for them to imagine a of life course. without back pain. Yeah. And you have to Kind of you have to allow the possibility first mm. and then it's not so easy maybe to challenge yourself to mm. actually still i don't know go for a walk despite mm. the pain to actually not be scared of pain mm -hmm. if you've been having the same reaction to pain every single day it's really it can be really hard it's to change your life period. of course yeah so then you, like i say you're having to build new pathways in your in your brain to be able to accept that that is no longer a, a real thing yeah exactly what about not being a real thing like mm -hmm. um i just want to specify that tms is not strictly speaking in your head mm -hmm. yeah okay. um in fact they have there have been studies and apparently there are changes in the body when you feel a certain way mm -hmm. let's say you're feeling stressed mm -hmm. the body starts producing more cortisol right yeah, yeah. so there's a change there's actually a physical change mm -hmm. in the body yeah. yeah which is caused by stress yeah so actually the theory goes that there's kind of a lack of blood flow in the area when you mm -hmm. feel that kind of TMS pain okay um, and that's what causing what's causing the pain you can't see it as in on an MRI yeah. but but it's there um, how, so how open are doctors to this <laughs> not very <laughs> depends actually there yeah. are, there's a whole you'd find a whole list of TMS doctors yeah um, in the US mm -hmm. and also in the UK now mm -hmm. um, but uh, how, how old is that book is it like is it an old practice or is it it's fairly new. Uh, What's the name of the book, actually? Uh, Healing Back Pain. Healing, Healing Back Pain. Well, since then, he also wrote other books, and then there are there were other people who, who wrote great books on the subject. Mm -hmm. um, That's you. He was the inspiration. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So he's just a yeah founder. Is it a, is it a new methodology or has it been going for a while? Um, and the US has been going for a while. I think Sarno's practicing. 
I'm not sure when it was published. I think it was in the 80s. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. But of course, he had problems with his peers who didn't want to accept mm, this. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so he had like really happy patients. And actually, most of them, they were called like years later to see if they still were pain free. And mm -hmm. like about 90% of them were still pain free. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be more accepted as we go along. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, neuroscience, uh, studies in neuroscience today are mm -hmm. backing it up. Mm -hmm. Because now we know uh, that if you build certain neural pathways, For sure. uh, you, you, build you behave in a certain way, mm -hmm. and you think in a certain way, and then you keep having the same thoughts. Mm -hmm. So it's so hard to change. So it's the same yeah. with, with pain. Is, could hypnotherapy take any format in... in fixing these types of things uh, i think it might help yes if it uh, i mean hypnotherapy works a lot with 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 diffusing certain emotions as yeah well. it's probably like your your cycle of fixing people it's it's not just a day you know it takes no. <laughs> it takes some time right no and i think that's the challenge because you can't blame doctors for not treating people in this way because doctors they're not psychologists they're, they they it's not their job maybe to ask their patients how stressed they've been mm. and what was happening in their lives when their pain started. Mm -hmm. And also people go to doctors and they want a structural diagnosis because we, in the Western world, we try to, we tend to look for solutions outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to... They want a one quick fix, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So people want a quick fix and they want a structural diagnosis. And, and so, was it, um, so... Did you identify that it was just solely your job then that was causing that much stress to, to, to create this, this, um, this pain? Or Yes, I, I realized that I was pretty angry mm. at, the, at my work situation. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to see if it's, if it's that easy to flare up. Like, you know, if someone is really gen genuinely stressed constantly at work, if this is something that, that is, is more common than people think. I think it's much more common than people think, but some people manage it because then eventually they might get sick, they take a little break off work and then they get mm. back. I mean, by the end of it, I stopped working because my, my nerve pain got so bad wow. that it mm. actually got me out of that unpleasant situation, oh, wow. you see, okay. because that's the purpose in a way. Yeah, of so, yeah. It actually got me out of that situation. Mm. Wow. Um, but I mean, uh, if you follow a TMS program, you look at other areas in your life as well. So I don't know. It could be some for some people. It could be a childhood trauma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it could simply be their personality. Um, yeah. You know, they're not acknowledging their emotions, or they they, they haven't put themselves first in ages. So is it is it more common in any particular sex? I wouldn't say so. Okay. Uh, yeah. So just uh, I don't know the figures, but I think it's pretty common okay. in men as, uh, as well as women. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So how? So how? Um, obviously, the delving. This that's nice to hear your background and how you've kind of stumbled across this. So how have you now, since since recovering and, and treating this, how have you developed it and and, and how are you helping others now? Yes, so I mean, to me, that experience getting better, getting back into climbing was like one of the best things yeah, that have happened to me, the most inspiring things in my life. Yeah. So I kept reading on the subject, mm -hmm. so books by other practitioners. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit into neuroscience as well. I mm -hmm. um, don't know if you've ever heard of Dr. Joe Dispenza. No. Um, but he's a neuroscientist who is really, really popular, and mm -hmm. he's not a pain specialist, but 
it just talks a lot about how how you can change your thoughts and then change your life mm-hmm. and also heal from a variety of illnesses. Oh really? So, wow, okay. Um, and then I decided to take a, a coaching course mm-hmm. because I knew I wanted to do something with this but yeah. I didn't have the qualifications. Sure. So I, I signed up for a diploma in um, holistic coaching Okay. and become a mind-body practitioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Mind Body Food Institute in Australia. Okay. Um, it was really interesting because, yeah, I mean, it wasn't about TMS specifically, but it backed it all up. It yeah. made much more sense and it taught me many more tools, which I could like introduce to people mm-hmm. to, to help people. And I did, of course, some practical coaching as well yeah. as part of my course, mm-hmm. um, specifically with people with TMS. Yeah. Um, and so it's the holistic uh, coaching course, so what, what kind of things does. What tools does it give you? Um, <coughs> actually, they teach you to look at every problem holistically, basically. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. If it's pain, you don't just tackle like the structural causes, but you also ask people how they're doing in, their, in different areas in their lives mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. whether there's something they're not quite happy with. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you teach people how to think more positively mm-hmm. how to stop uh, catastrophic thoughts for example which mm-hmm. really helps with chronic pain because sometimes we think it's never going to go away mm-hmm. and then that becomes a self-fulfilled prophecy it doesn't yeah. go away because you keep remembering and reinforcing it yeah so yeah visualization mm-hmm. it's excellent because if you can actually see yourself mm-hmm. um, and this is what what dr Dispenza talks about if you can see yourself as you'd like to be and mm. feel the emotion that you would like to feel now it's signaling to your brain that it's already happened so you're, you're sending that signal to your brain and sending your brain but in that direction yeah. if you can see it but wow. you yeah. have to really feel it and see yourself yeah, i guess if you really are seeing yourself in that situation then you are feeling the emotion you'll feel when you're in that situation therefore you're Laying, you're laying down those those pathways to remember. Exactly. <coughs> so, yeah, because some I'm people say. I do this myself actually. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the same. I was gonna say I feel like a lot of the techniques should be almost taught in school before you're gonna enter oh, the that's workforce. What I felt as well. You know and what I mean? Like, why why didn't they teach me this? Yeah, and yeah. Also mindfulness, for example, yeah. now is getting more popular. It yeah. helped me a lot. Yeah. Because what I used to do is I used to do the body scan. I guess you're familiar with the body scan. With mindfulness, yes. oh, yeah. when yeah. you notice different parts of, of the body. Yes. And when I, whenever I arrive to a pain area, I just learned to notice it a bit more curious, curiously, mm-hmm. okay. instead of just fearing it and like saying, oh my God, this is yeah, horrible. Yeah. yeah. You change your emotion to a more neutral one. Mm-hmm. So yes. you just observe it. Even if it's there, you just mm-hmm. observe it. And then the fear like subsides. Because yeah. So mindfulness helps a lot as well. Mm, for sure, I 100% agree. Everyone so, should be taught this stuff. For yeah, sure. so then it all comes together. It doesn't even just become about pain. I mean, pain is a common problem and it's... Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. Everyone deals with stress differently. That That's it. And yeah, and in fact, having TMS as a consequence of stress or deeply repressed emotion is a good thing because some people get gravely ill with something yeah. else that is mm, your body like will just yeah promote something else yeah so in a way tms is great because it doesn't it doesn't leave any uh, um, side effects if, if, if you overcome it yeah in the body. and has this had an impact on the people around you in your life because i imagine if you you've got this self-awareness now <laughs> it must have had a, a ripple effect 
Uh, yes. So <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't very easy to be honest at the beginning. Like people were like, "Oh, great, you got better," but they didn't quite believe the reasoning behind it. So, yeah. but then. Gradually, for example, my parents, they had some pain on and off and I kept telling them, don't be afraid of it, just keep mm. going. And like months later, they got better. Mm-hmm. I don't know, some friends who they like, yeah, a friend of mine just got chronic pain in his shoulder mm-hmm. and he was always going for physio mm-hmm. and was just getting worse and was always massaging it. And I still, I told him, stop massaging it, just don't fear it. Mm-hmm and think about how stressed you are because you just changed your job and mm-hmm. you've, you're afraid that you might lose your job now because yeah. of pain mm-hmm. and went so do you, well. by, by doing that so i'm just trying to put myself in his shoes so say i've got this pain well then i'd be like almost visualizing the my how tight my neck is and that's affecting that and then it's all because of the stress is that is that how you do it or how do you i'm trying to understand how to not fear something how to not fit yeah yeah how, how to like uh if i'm this this guy you're, you're talking about mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm the one that's just changed jobs and my shoulder keeps getting worse and you say don't fear it so how take me through give me five minutes and take me through these steps if you okay, will okay so i know you're still your secrets but yeah <laughs> so you're gonna feel it and yeah. you're gonna automatically react and say oh how bad it is yeah. so i hate like, this okay this really hurts okay when is it gonna going away mm-hmm. so you have, the first thing you have to do is just stop those thoughts mm-hmm observe it mm-hmm. so practice some mindfulness okay mm-hmm. so tune into it how yeah. does it really feel just yeah. just be curious about it mm-hmm. instead of just like panicking yeah and even if it's still there just keep observing it but usually when you do observe it like really well it starts to subside mm-hmm. uh, i've noticed that before because i do a lot of mindfulness mm-hmm. and i'm very stiff i have terrible posture i have an arch back everything you name it mm-hmm. uh, and it does work man i'll do it before my yoga and uh, i sound like the biggest hippie in the world right now but i'm not really right i'm not man (laughs) but it does work yeah Yeah. you can just uh, especially with uh, this one specific mindfulness uh youtube video i do it's just five minutes and i just think about each area and it just all shows my neck everything just the tension kind of goes so yeah there is Mm. definite things no no that's fair it's um, i think i just don't stress enough that's why I don't know if uh, also you've ever been like you've ever had a symptom and you went to the doctor and he said ah it's nothing and then as soon as you walk out of the doctor's office you feel fine mm-hmm. because you're no longer afraid of it because the doctor said it's nothing yeah I don't know it happened to me a couple of times yeah. there's said, like oh, it's fine so it's kind of like your your body has has relaxed yeah, yeah so it's not, no longer tensing because the worst thing is if you fear the pain yeah. but yeah. It, it's it's definitely becoming apparent like the first thing that comes to my mind is like the placebo effect with drugs now they're yeah. showing that it's like 40 percent or something ridiculous it's, it's really, really working wow, okay. when i was in getting surgery before of course i wanted more morphine <laughs> then they gave me it they gave me a, a a fake panadol man and my dad told me the next morning I was like, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and now that you mentioned that, there's something I forgot to mention. When they did, made it, they did these studies about mm-hmm. like pain and TMS, they actually conducted some sham surgeries. So mm-hmm. let's say people with knee pain and mm-hmm. they're having this knee replacement. Knee replacement. No, no, not the replacement, the uh, atroscopy. Okay. Fix something in the knee. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it's a minor surgery, sure. basically, just the hole and then. Oh, mm-hmm. surgery. So they actually did the surgery on a group of people mm-hmm. and they did a fake uh, sham surgery mm-hmm. on another group of people and all of them got better. Wow. <laughs> it's wild. Even like years later. But wow. Most people had the sham surgery, the placebo effect kicked in yeah. to such an extent that 
So yeah. what does that mean? Was yeah. their pain being really being caused by the knee? Was or was the knee just a valid like place for the pain to manifest? Yeah. yeah. Well you it's uh, you and your steps it sounds way more in depth though. It's like you're you're hitting the neural pathway and it, it can take probably months or yeah, can take some I time mean, to retrain. Yeah, everyone yeah. is different. Yeah. I mean if you if this makes so much sense to you and maybe you haven't had it for a long time and uh, and you fully accept the diagnosis yeah yeah because this is the problem with most people with tms they say oh this makes sense i think i have tms but my doctor said i might have arthritis or but you know i injured my back 10 years ago mm -hmm. so it might be from that mm. so as long as you have a shred of doubt it might persist so many people must be just going to uh get massages all the time and they're just noticing the same it's thing physio. 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 Yeah. yeah i mean physio is great if you've just been injured yeah yeah. Of course. yeah but if you if you place your attention on the body and the physio reinforces the thought that there's something structurally wrong with your mm. body basically yeah that's why you do physio to get stronger and yeah so if you keep doing it for chronic pain that's been there for years might not help because you're reinforcing the idea that there's something still structurally wrong with you yeah so that's that, that's a problem um, and you have to accept that yeah this is all a program yeah in your body we have so many programs i mean we think the same thoughts every day yeah. people really still just want the quick fix they just want a pill you know exactly. and it's it's not really the cure cures within southeast it's the root cause <coughs> yeah you gotta find the root mm. cause it all comes from within in a way i mean and it, then it starts to really make sense the more you read about the subject and that's why it fascinates me so much yeah yeah you start to make connections and then you think of when you were young and when you had this weird pain and the doctor said that you know there yeah there's nothing you wrong or you fall and then it's always stuck in your 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 memory cycle mm -hmm. ah, but also training. connections for example like ah i wasn't in pain while on holiday yeah what well, yeah because i was happy yeah or i wasn't in pain and during that wedding when i i was drunk <laughs> and, and when you're on holiday because you're, when i was drunk i wasn't worried yeah, too much yeah. Yeah, exactly. you're constantly so, in the moment when you're on holiday you're always like i'm going from here to there and there's excitement and there's all this different energy exactly and you're positively distracted yeah would yeah. you say then there's um there's a fair bit of misdiagnosis then um with people you know you mentioned about arthritis or mm. uh, other disorders like this do, do you think that that is a common thing or that uh, people should watch out for yes unfortunately mm. i guess uh with chronic pain i think we blame certain conditions for pain which shouldn't be like yeah. i said with the herniated disc yeah and um, that a lot of people with no back pain have a herniated disc because it's just a structural abnormality yeah. our bodies are not perfect herniated disc is that the same as a bulging disc yeah. Okay. Do you know Slip disc. Yeah, got that. Well. Right. Um, Joe Rogan's got one. Yeah. Get you to speak to yeah. him. <laughs> someday. Someday. <laughs> Come on, Joe. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, and the problem is that people get diagnosed and they say, ah, so this is the reason. So now they got the reason. Yeah. So now the pain's going to persist because they're going to bl be blaming it on the structure and they're going to be careful with exercise, mm. with lifting. And each time they're careful, they're reinforcing the, the, yeah. the idea that there's something wrong with them. I, I almost think that it should be included with a rehabilitation program anyway, because mm -hmm. a lot of the techniques yeah. will probably help. Yeah, and even educating yourself. I mean, Sarno gives us the example that the femur, which is the biggest, thickest bone in the mm -hmm. body, 
and if you break it, it get it gets healed in six weeks. Mm -hmm. So why does back pain have to persist for ten years? It just doesn't make no, sense. Okay, that's true. Oh, wow. When it's just pain on its own, and they maybe can't even find anything wrong, or there's just a slip disc, and he calls it like like a white hair, like a slip disc is like a white hair. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like you have it, but it doesn't slipped. have to hurt. Yeah, okay, and the same for arthritis. Yeah. Though not rheumatoid arthritis is different. Arthritis yeah. is quite like mm -hmm. it's still painful. Yeah. yeah. But like standard arthritis, whatever yeah. you call it. Yes. It's normal part of the aging process, and it doesn't have to cause such intense. Yeah, pain. yeah. Maybe some stiffness in older people, but it doesn't have to cause such intense pain. Yeah. And this is this was the struggle with my own mother, for example, because she mm. she blamed it on her arthritis because she's got arthritis in the yes, head. Yes, same as my mom. And yeah. uh, she saw it on the scan, mm -hmm. and so she kept feeling like hip and leg pain, and it was really difficult to convince her that it's not her arthritis that she can change this. But this so is, it this took is longer a, with yeah. her because she had this idea of arthritis in her mind. Mm. So it took longer for her to not blame arthritis. Mm. But now <clears> she got better. So really, yeah. And how did how did you um, did you get her to read the book, or how did you? How did, uh, so especially the the I yeah. love I love the Maltese, but the Maltese can be very stubborn and <laughs> not yes. willing to kind of see a different point of view sometimes. So no, my my parents would be the exact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe it's not a Maltese it. thing. I think it's just an older generation. Yeah, thing. older generation um, for sure. But so not just older generation. It's also those kind of people who who don't want to look inside of themselves. Yeah, yeah it's, it's tough like, to. Everything is fine except that I have this yeah, problem it, in my body. Yeah. So yeah. Um, how did I get her to accept it? Well, uh, yeah, she read a book, but she still had the pain. I just kept preaching to her yeah. bit by bit. Actually, yeah. encouraging her to walk, yeah. you know, encouraging her to take longer walks, mm -hmm. um, and started to subside until eventually she stopped worrying because she was worrying that if she walked too much or sat down for too long, she's going to be in pain. Okay. Yeah. So that, always, it's already in the brain, then. Exactly. So that can be a struggle. For example, mm. there are some people with EMS that as soon as they walk more than four kilometers, they suddenly get this intense pain. Okay. But that, that I mean, walking is pretty harmless yeah, for the body. Of course, yeah. Walking four kilometers or four point five kilometers shouldn't make that no. huge difference. Exactly. So random, yeah. And there are so it, many people who get pain, terrible pain, while sitting down, for example, which is the most harmless activity you yeah. can do. Yeah. Yeah. And is your mom now a true believer? Have you uh, convinced her? Yes. Yes. She's. I mean, yeah. We still have arguments sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Of course. Says, oh, I'm stiff Mothers are natural warriors, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's normal across the board. But at least, yeah, she, she's doing well, she's pain-free, so, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> she's still got arthritis, of course. Yeah, she but knows it's coping it's not with it. Blame, yes, yeah, because yeah. it can't go away, I mean, the arthritis can't go away. She can get pain. on with her day, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. so she still has it, but there's no pain. Exactly. Wow, okay. Of course, you're not going to reverse the arthritis yeah, if you have yeah, it. Of course, but yeah. that shows that it's not the cause mm. of pain. So yeah. we're blaming certain structural yeah. abnormalities for pain when they are not to blame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. Yeah, well, this is really because people keep having tests until they actually find something wrong because mm. they, they want to find something yeah. wrong with oh. their bodies to justify this They convince pain, themselves, know? for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. I say reprogramming the brain at that point. Exactly. That's wow. a program. It's all wrong. <laughs> so, so how, um, uh, also your, your business, uh, Pain Outside the Box, is, is fairly new. Yes. Um, so how can what's available through the business you know so it's what, what kind of sessions do you do and, and uh, how can people find out more uh, 
Uh, at the moment, I offer single sessions or a coaching package made up of three or four sessions. Sure. Um, I, I offer the single sessions to people who are already familiar with TMS, mm -hmm. so they know they've got it, but they're struggling with it. Sure. And the, the, the package to people who are more new to it. Mm -hmm. um, so we talk online or in person. Okay, so it doesn't have to be, you can do it over Skype or... Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, nice. Okay. We, we identify what might have caused it, mm -hmm. um, so certain problems in a person's life, what might be reinforcing it, for example, the person might be avoiding certain activities, mm -hmm. um, you know, certain, might be having certain thoughts that are making it worse. Of course, yeah. And then after a session, I send uh, I send them an action plan, so tailored to their own situation. Oh, okay. So the action plan will include things like journaling, mm -hmm. just to be more aware about what you're feeling about something. Yeah. Uh, things like mindfulness, mm -hmm. uh, thought redirection, which is catching a bad thought, negative thought about your pain and changing it to something else. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so various techniques, visualization as well. Mm -hmm. So the person will actually allow the possibility of being pain free mm -hmm. until she can see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then okay. we catch up and see what worked, what didn't. Yeah, okay, and yeah. then you can just tweak as you go. Yeah, exactly. And then how long um, is it? Is an ongoing thing, a coaching thing, or is it? Does it kind of peter off? What's the general course length? Uh, you mean how many coaching sessions? Yeah, so like um, say if someone was to sign up, you know, uh, is it an ongoing uh, treatment or? Uh, no, no, the idea is that the, the person will become pain free and just never have to talk to me again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> such a shame, you know, so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, as I said, like at the moment my website targets people who are already aware of TMS. Yeah. Um, so they've already accepted the diagnosis. Okay. There are things on my site that help you um, identify whether you've got TMS or not. Sure. So things like whether you've had the pain for over four months, whether you've had the, you have pain on both sides of the body, for example, because mm -hmm. it doesn't uh, make sense yeah. structurally yeah. because mm -hmm. both sides of the body are linked to different nerves. Oh really? Wow. Okay. I mean, there's a questionnaire so people can see whether they're like good candidates. Mm -hmm. And they obviously have to be open to yeah. the approach. Is it, have you heard um, when you have certain pain in certain, on certain sides of the body, it's to do with things that have affected you in the past or present? Is that um, linked? Yeah, it could be. Some people blame it on trauma yeah. in the past. Oh, yeah. um, and especially people who've had significant trauma in the past, they're more likely to develop TMS because something inside them is still so angry that this has happened. Yeah, yeah okay. But I mean, I, I feel that and the, the more I, I, I read and observe people, it's sometimes more like the current stresses. Yeah, they're just telling themselves. Maybe they have a problem with their spouse and they don't want to recognize it because they want their marriage to be perfect. You know, maybe yeah. they, they're doing a great job at work. They're not happy, like they're not satisfied as I was, mm -hmm. and, but they don't want to admit that they're unhappy. Mm. So... It's these things because we, I mean our brains are 95% unconscious only 5% conscious yeah so unless we try to probe down into that unconscious uh, and that's where hypnotherapy would come would yeah help, yeah it's sometimes difficult to, to pinpoint the exact yeah, um, yeah cause yeah. of pain and illness as well yeah so some people argue that also all kinds of illnesses except viruses yeah, um, yeah. are also caused by emotions by trauma, I heard recently that even with asthma, it could be caused in the womb. 
if, if the mother is is stressed really isn't that and there's studies ongoing with it of course to to deter do you know i um when i was younger i, I had asthma so my uh my was, my dad went to prison when i was younger when mm-hmm. i was like eight or nine i think mm-hmm. for 18 months and then i developed asthma in that time for some reason it just came out of nowhere and then for some reason or yeah then it, then it went away reason. yeah obviously because maybe i felt didn't feel secure exactly. yeah and then it just flared up and then as soon and then after two years it was it was gone so it's just really random and you mentioned that word secure and this is when like these symptoms appear when when something inside us feels threatened mm. by something so let's say we have a problem with our spouse our marriage feels threatened mm. and that then you get pain because that's a danger signal a warning that something yeah or yeah. you get another condition like ibs yeah that's true okay it could even apply into food allergies they're looking into you know people with peanut butter allergies and giving them the the microdosa the the powder yeah of course yeah yeah, just to remove all these because my very good friend of mine his daughter has got um severe peanut allergy yeah like Um, if they sit next to someone on a plane who's eating peanuts they'll they'll flare up it doesn't quite add up and you know i mean that's tricky and that's why i decided to focus on pain because i know that all of these chronic symptoms they must have an emotional Mm. origin or like like conditioned Mm -hmm. uh, response but of course with allergies you can't yeah you can't risk that much because yeah. a person might yeah. die yeah right? for sure you know? so yeah. you can't tell a person with energy oh don't worry about it just eat yeah and don't expect not to get the yeah. energy because for sure <laughs> yeah yeah i guess it's kind of you'd be focused on the neural pathway is the way i think about <laughs> yeah, it specifically yeah. and retraining that cycle exactly yeah. although i did experiment a bit with my own energy i sometimes wake up in the morning mm-hmm. uh, sneezing all the time especially when the weather is cold mm-hmm. And I, stu- I got this first when I was living in, in Luxembourg, which is a really cold country. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the cold, I never liked the cold. Have mm-hmm. you been to Luxembourg? Is it, is it, is it worth visiting? Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, just for work. <laughs> I wouldn't say. I mean, it's pretty, but it yeah. gets boring. Okay, yeah. fair <laughs> She's from the Mediterranean people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I started getting it here in winter as well. So I was reading an article about neuroscience and um, one of the tips was imagine yourself when you didn't have it. Walk yourself through, visualize yourself when you didn't have this allergy. So I thought about myself walking in the morning to catch the school bus when I was young and I, had, I didn't have this allergy. So I kept repeating this, this image in my head of me going to school without this allergy on a cold winter morning. Mm-hmm. And you know it helped. Uh, really? Yeah. I, wow, okay. I mean, sometimes I get it and then I say, like, stop, I don't have to get it. And I just visualize myself um, going to catch the school bus. For sure, you can. Wow. Because I'm reprogramming my brain yeah. in that yeah, way. Yeah, 100%. Which is, which is incredible, actually. It's, um, all people should be doing this. Yeah, training your brain. Training your brain. Yeah, wow. That's I, why I love reading. It does kind of rewire the way you can think. And mm-hmm. when I read quite a bit, I always think way more positive and today's the, the, the biggest feedback about today is like really thinking positive yeah, in a lot of ways yeah wow and it's not just thinking positive though because then you have to be careful with outright positivity because actually positive people can get pretty bad dms pain as well because they don't want to admit that there's something wrong with their life because they're looking at everything mm, in a good light. Everything is just great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so first no, you have not. to acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them people, especially in the States. No offense, US yeah. audience. So first you have to acknowledge that there's a problem. Yeah, there's something wrong yeah, you're not yeah. happy about. Yeah. And then you have to be positive about your healing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. 
that's yeah it all adds up to me um and um is there obviously something we always talk about um about kind of net, uh, natural psychedelics and things like that is it are these types of things that would help in this scenario would you say or so like um psilocybin mushrooms um you know and also we sound like we sound like we're we're promoting illegal <laughs> drug use on this definitely are not but yeah. but but uh, there is studies that are taking place with let's say the likes of psilocybin, which is magic mushrooms, and it is relinking pathways in the brain, and it does help people with specific traumas. It it could probably maybe apply to pain as well. I haven't seen anything. In, in fact, now that you're mentioning it, um, I've been on like fibromyalgia forums to see what people are struggling with, and uh, what seems to help them the most are not the like the meds mm. but cbd oil yeah because that kind of has a little bit of effect on the brain right yeah yeah and if the cause is in the brain of course it's going to help more so yeah the magic mushrooms like do something to yeah. your brain and relax certain it's a neuro neurogenesis i think it is yeah mm. it actually links um it affects the brain and and the gut mm. and obviously the gut is the uh, the second brain of the body yeah basically yeah. and that's why it's links to, to your overall health mm-hmm. um and i think that's where if you take the oil i was at a um a cbd meetup conference thing the other day mm-hmm. um actually bought some cbd face cream surely enough oh <laughs> and um i'm glowing right no. and um <laughs> uh and they were saying about the way you can take certain things if you take it topically and only hit one part but if you take the cbd oil under the tongue and hold it mm-hmm. under the tongue for a minute then it, um, there's a receptor under the tongue that allows it to, because there's receptors all over your body, that it allows it to hit the brain and then you can digest it and it hits your, your stomach as well and it's meant to be really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it makes sense that these things work because mm. you have to exchange something chemically mm. in your brain and that's what you need. But you can also change this on your own. Yeah, like you, for sure. It's just difficult. Yeah, the, the, the drugs aren't the cure, uh, <laughs> for sure, because I see a lot of people, again, they'll just, all right, sure, I'll just go, a psychedelic session yeah, yeah and uh it, it's a synergy of, of maybe everything depending on the issue that people are dealing with well and it's it's basically highlighting the fact that you can cure the cure is in within yourself you just need to kind of understand what are causing what the triggers are what's kind of causing this um which is change the way you behave yeah you react I, to I, like that right a situation with your mother it, you can retrain the the process behind it Mm. Wow. And it, it gives you hope. I mean, you know, knowing that you're not always a victim to your body, mm-hmm. that, you know, having a herniated disc doesn't have to, you know, hurt for life. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's for me, it's really empowering. Mm-hmm. Knowing that if you, even if you get injured, you're likely going to get better within six weeks, two yeah. months. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, unless you hurt your nerves severely, but of course. But uh, I mean, knowing the, how, how, what potential the yeah. body has got. <clears throat> no, I had something similar where um, actually the um, reason I moved to Malta, uh, but I had a quad bike accident um, four four years ago, um, and flipped it at fifty miles an hour and landed on my head. But then I was so conscious of the bike rolling on top of me, I wanted to get up as quickly as possible. In doing so, stood up and then dislocated my big toe. Oh, was it? Um, especially when they tried to put it back in and, and didn't manage the first time. <laughs> but um, I used to play football um, quite a bit on Saturday, on Saturdays, at a decent level. Not brilliant, but you know. Um, 
But then for immediately afterwards, for probably, I was just trying to work out the months, it was for about three months. I just couldn't even, as soon as I went to run on it, I could feel the pain because I think that was to do, because obviously all the, the ligaments get, or is it the tendons or ligaments? Might, might be the ligaments where it could get affected. Yeah, yeah. or both. Um, and all the tissue around it. But eventually that went away. Um, so after, you know, three months and I was able to play football again. So it's kind of, I was just thinking if it was, if it was acute pain or chronic, but I think it was acute. If, well, I think it recovery. was acute pain. In fact, it'll be on the safe side when I really say like you have to have it for over four to six months. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Because of course, yeah, it takes time. Yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking about all the stuff that I've had now too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's making me think, and then I need to relax about it. But I had terrible hip pain uh, because I was squatting too much uh, in the gym, and I was running with terrible shoes at the time. Okay. And I had it for a few months. I went to physios. I went to um, above a physio. I went to what's the name of them again? They're like a different level, a sports massage therapist. Okay. Went to one of them for months. Uh, nothing really came out of it. And I don't really know how I cured it, but um, doing yoga and certain things definitely helped. But I, a part of me is thinking, I don't run anymore because, and I don't play football, these, these things, just because in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't want that feeling again. But I know I could retrain myself to think, no, go for it. You know, I should try and, and <laughs> do it, do it, run. <laughs> that you said that you had head pain because you were squatting too much but what if you had it because you thought you were squatting too much no i, I something that definitely happened because well it was stupid i squatted i squatted very heavy one day okay. and then within the same day or two let's say i went running with no runners essentially and after that getting out of bed uh, was terrible i'd have to sleep on a specific side but i could never really pinpoint exactly and the sports massage shepherd was was saying where is it because he was putting in triggers like acupuncture and all these different where is it and i I had to really write down almost every day and journal like you were mentioning earlier to where it was eventually honestly i used um like a tennis ball and things and i just massaged it myself yoga and things it hasn't flared up but every blue moon something a little bit of a crunch might come back but I don't run. Uh, I don't run. I don't play football, any of that stuff anymore. Uh, I, should recon- I should reconsider these Let's things. Let's do the half marathon. Uh, yeah, there we go. Dosed. Dosed at doing the half marathon. Done deal. We'll, done we'll, deal. we'll podcast as we run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, <gasps> you speak. <laughs> but then if you're going back to running with that's this thought that you might get it yes. you're already setting yourself up yeah like I, that's what you have to change i can do it on a treadmill i can do it on uh, cross trainers as well i mm-hmm. put on specific settings where i wouldn't hit my hip uh but yeah just on the ground i'd be like no nah, it's too impactful mm. but maybe that, like maybe like you change the belief that it's too yeah. impactful yeah. Exactly. I mean, okay, yeah. you don't go for a 10k run immediately, yeah. you just go for a 3k or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would go for it. It's just to be interesting to see if it would flare up again and if I train myself in the right way, condition my mind, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. um, it sounds like you're already convincing yourself it will come back. It's one of them exactly. things. Now that I'm speaking about it, it, it sounds like that, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. So then you're going to be like, oh, shit, it's coming. It's I'm going to keep it. Close eye on these things. <laughs> you, you have to go for these things with the expectation that you won't get it. Yeah. That it's yeah. that your body can take it. Because yeah. I mean our yeah. bodies were programmed to do so much more. I mean in the past 
mm -hmm. were working, like our ancestors were working in the fields, we're hunting, gathering stuff, hunting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and now we were most of us work at an office, and we get this terrible chronic yeah. pain. Does yes. it make sense? Yeah. Or we get pain just because we go out for a run? Does yeah. it make sense? Yeah. We're programmed. We were made to run. Yeah, made so, to run. We weren't made to sit down in desks and look at screens. Exactly. That's for sure. <laughs> made to squat as well. Maybe not. <laughs> that's waste, that's true as well. It was a bit silly by me. <laughs> silly. Amazing, brilliant. Well, um, I think we'll wrap it up there. That's yeah. uh, that's been, been really amazing. So, your uh, what's your website so people can uh, and how can people yeah. get hold of you? Sure, um, through my website ideally. Mm -hmm. So it's www.painoutsidethebox.com. Yeah, that's one word. Mm -hmm. So I have a contact form there. Yeah. Um, and I've also got a Facebook group. It's yeah. a group. It's really small at the moment. But that's fine. I, Yep. Hopefully we can send some traffic your way. <laughs> Thank you, yes. <laughs> Please. Um, and then obviously um, you'll be available, your services will be available through a wonderful new mobile booking platform called Few. I hear oh, I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Plug. Um, uh, but yeah, honestly, thanks again. This has been really... I knew this would be insightful, but this has been more insightful because now so it's now just, uh, literally just, I feel like my brain has just been opened and I've gone, oh fuck, sorry I'm swearing, but this, this person, this person is like, and now I'll always, if, if I see someone that is having some pain, I'll ask these kind of questions and be like, have you thought, thought about trying this? Uh, or even just kind of pass them on to you. Mm -hmm. um, just because it's really, really interesting. For sure. Yeah, I hope yeah, I same. haven't overloaded it because there's, it's so extensive. Yeah, you, know? you, can, I mean, you can go anywhere with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think, you know, it'd be good to uh, maybe kind of follow up in a, in a couple of series time just to kind of see how your, your business is flourishing and, and maybe kind of really hone in on, on one particular um, one particular That's point. Yeah. yeah. But this has been, yeah, honestly, super insightful. And um, yeah, good luck with everything. And, and Thank you. Uh, obviously, I look forward to kind of sharing what I'd learned on this already. Well, thank you. Good stuff. <laughs>
Maybe you can. Uh, you, you're going to read that, are you? I have it already bought. All on the Nice. Okay, cool. So you can let us know how it goes. I'll read another one. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, uh, thanks again, listeners. Um, it's been another awesome show. Really, really insightful. Like so insightful. Um, uh, so yeah, please do. Uh, if you've got any feedback, then please do share them in the comments. Uh, get in touch. Um, if you if you want to also kind of be involved in, in the show to some degree, Jamie at few-app.com. Um, and yeah, kind of keep listening and uh, please do give a feedback and um, subscribe to our channel. Cool. Ciao. Ciao.